0: What's up, guys? We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast, presented by Chevalier Mortgage. As always, I'm your host, Justin Michael, and we're talking a lot of basketball today. Um, Briefly, going to go over a couple of other things going on on the uh, Agland beat as well. Another, you know, edition of what's happening in Agland, but mostly going to be basketball today. Obviously, big news with Nico Medved losing both Dave Thorson and Jr. Blunt. Unfortunate. That's kind of how the cookie crumbles when you're a CSU fan. You don't lose Medved. You don't lose the head man, but you lose two of your top assistants. Brutal. Absolutely brutal. Going to dive into that. The Impact. uh, A couple of names that I've heard potentially being in the mix for their replacements. Going to dive into all of that and more. Before we do, though, got to shout out my friends over at Chevalier Mortgage. and Guys, I don't know if you've ever been through the refinancing process before, but normally... It's a lot like getting a root canal. It's just, it's tedious, it takes forever. But Mike and Virginia, they're not your typical mortgage company, they've got phenomenal rates, but what makes them different is Mike. He's a certified financial planner. He's gonna look at so much more than just the rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family owned company. You're always gonna feel like a person, not a number. I definitely love that. It's a big decision in your life big time moment. You want to work with people that you're comfortable with. Like in Virginia, they're natives, they're CSU alums, they're diehard Ram fans. They've supported DNVR for a long time. I trust these guys. You should too. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly though, you're going to get set up with a free consultation to discuss all your options. That's dnbrmortgage.com. Or, if you're old school, you want to give my guy Mike a call directly, that works too. Give him a call at 970-412-2472. That's 970-412-2472. Or you can always visit dnvrmortgage.com. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631. Cool, 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 cool. Cool. All right, let's just kind of jump right into it. Um, Like I said, I'm going to talk about John Tanjay. If you're a DNVR member, you can go and read the thousand-word feature that I published on him this morning, just kind of breaking down his big moment. Obviously, you know, the the San Diego State game where he completed the four-point play. That's what everybody thinks of, but really, you know, his impact as a whole is much bigger than that for CSU. Really, really thrives in that six-man role. And it's just intriguing because I want to see what Nico Medved decides to do moving forward. Do you keep him in that role where he's really, you know, been able to thrive coming off the bench? Or do you shake things up and potentially insert him into the starting lineup, go with a small lineup, three guards? Because you're not going to remove Isaiah Stevens or Kendall Moore out of the lineup. You might, you know, maybe you consider taking James Moores out and going real small. You slide Roddy over to the center. You put Thistlewood at the four. Or maybe you, you know, maybe you transition Adam Thistlewood into the six-man type role. And, you know, just see if he can find his jump shot that way. He obviously struggled down the stretch. It was tough to see. It was unfortunate because he's a guy that I'm a big fan of. And obviously when when making jump shots is a big part of your game and they're not falling, it just it becomes a really long process. And, you know, just unfortunately for Adam, the shots, they just were not falling down the stretch and the fans were getting frustrated. The coaches were getting frustrated. He was getting frustrated. And that's just how it goes sometimes. Um, the counter is he he's really made massive strides on the defensive end. And honestly, you know, maybe one of the best one-on-one defenders on the team. It, it feels kind of crazy saying that if you would have told me two years ago, that would be the case. I would have said, you're absolutely crazy. But that's how much he's grown. I mean, you can put him on an opposing team's best wing and he's not going to get exposed out there. He's at least, you know, going to co- competently contest jump shots. He's going to stay in front of people. Um, he's he's really worked on that first step. He's a lot quicker defensively. You can't just blow by him. He's worked on the physicality, spacing, all of that. I think he's just made such strides on the defensive end that it, it would be hard to take him out of the lineup um, in that regard. But it I don't know, man. I just, when you think about, you know, how much he struggled offensively down the stretch versus, you know, what John Tanjay could possibly bring by flipping him into the lineup, it's something you consider uh, that, you know, then, but then you worry (laughs) if putting Tanjay in the starting lineup is going to mess with his flow. So it's just a lot of things that you have to consider when you are the head coach. And these were the things that I kind of dove into in the article, just kind of breaking down the nuances of it all. And, the thing that I like about Tanja in this current role when he is the sixth man is he gets to just come in and be a bucket getter. You know, when when they put him on the floor, his role is not to facilitate. They're not putting him in there to be Isaiah Stevens 2.0 to run the point. They want you to score. They want you to put up jump shots. They want you to get to the rim. They want you to rebound and hustle hard. But really, it's just about scoring points. And that's a that's a role where Tanjay does really, really well because he's a scorer you know, that's what he does best. That's what he's most natural at is in that just attacked first mindset. And it's a lot of fun to watch, but you can't really be in that same type of mindset. You know, if you're a starting guard, it changes a little bit. You have to facilitate a little bit more. You have to, you know, work the ball a little bit more and distribute to your teammates. Would that mess with what he does best? I'm not sure. Would that mess with the chemistry of CSU? I'm also not sure. It's another thing you have to consider. I mean, at this point, you're coming off of your second straight 20-win season. They pretty much locked down what their rotation was by the end of last season. You know, you have DT and and Burr, P.J. Bird and obviously Tanjay coming off the bench. But, you know, John, he's playing massive minutes. He played 20 minutes a game. He actually averaged more minutes per game than James Moores did, and he's in the starting lineup. So it's not as if, you know, he's not getting his chance to impact the floor just because he's not in the starting lineup, but just you know naturally these guys are competitors they all want to start at some point i worry if he never gets that opportunity does he you know maybe consider you know going elsewhere you never know it's it's just tough to say in the modern college basketball world with so much you know player movement so much flexibility there's like 2000 people in the in the transfer portal or something like that right now absolute insanity it's a lot of fun but it's it's insanity when it comes to trying to just build that chemistry and establish lineup over you know a multi-season view because players they just get antsy they all wanna they all want to start and then they transfer out i get it they should have that right it just makes it wonky when you're a coach all right i'm i'm gonna get back on track here because I, I went on a long tangent there my point being is that nico medved is gonna have a lot of options to consider when he tries to decide what he wants to do with this lineup moving forward that is obviously operating under the assumption that all of these players will, in fact, be back in Fort Collins next season with so much player movement, with the ability to transfer. You never know. I mean, guys, they can decide to leave at the you know drop of a dime. It happens. We see it all the time. But if everyone is back, he's going to have a lot of options, a lot of different things to consider. The thing is, it's it's just not as simple as plug and play. You can't just All right, we'll move John to the starting lineup, move Adam to the bench, or all right, we'll just move John to the starting lineup and move James to the bench because then you know how do you match up against bigger guys, or do you have enough scoring on your bench unit at that point? That's another big factor. You know, one of the benefits of of having John Tanjay come off the bench, he is that you know erase all. If a possession is not going well, we'll get the ball to John and he might be able to hit a crazy shot and or draw a foul getting to the rim. That's nice having that on your second unit. It really is. So it's just, it's a lot to consider. It's a lot to consider. And I'm excited for it. I mean, basketball season can't get here soon enough. Um, but if you're not a DNVR member, you know, become one because then you can go check out all of these year-in review pieces. So far, we've gone over Deshaun Thomas, James Moore's John Tanja. Um, coming up next, I think we're gonna go into PJ Bird. It's just a lot of fun to kind of dive into all of these guys' roles and you know, talk about what they did well, what they need to improve on, and what the future looks like. Because it's a it's a pretty exciting time to be a CSU basketball fan right now, and it's definitely a good time to be a DNVR member. Check out all of that content we've got going on. Um, I'm going to move on because I don't want to you know make every single point that I made in the article. That kind of defeats the purpose here. But I did want to talk about John Tanjay because he's a player that I like a lot. I love his aggressive mindset. I love how explosive he is. I mean, if you had a dunk contest, he would absolutely win it. Dude can bounce, man. He's got he's got like the ability to knock down jump shots like a Gian Clavell type player, but the ability to get to the rim more like a you know Stanton kid or or you know even Daniel Bejarano. I think he's got better ups than DB did. No offense to DB, one of my favorite CSU players of all time. He's just unique, man. There there aren't a lot of guys like him. I don't really understand how Tanje did not have more interest coming out of high school. And that's a, that's a really big find for Ali farouk Minash. and um, big that they've still got Ali on staff. You know, it shows just how valuable these assistant coaches are. And for CSU, they're in a tough spot because they're going to have to replace two of them, two of the best of them. And um, Dave Thorson and J.R. Blunt, Jr. accepted the position under TJ Otzelberger at Iowa state Dave Thorson is joining Ben Johnson at the University of Minnesota. Gonna dive into that, the impact, some guys that I expect to be in the mix to potentially replace them, and more in just a second, but first gotta shout out the homies over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Basketball teams are entering the final month of the regular season as they gear up for the playoffs, while some teams are locked to make the playoffs, others still fighting for their opportunity to chase the trophy this summer, DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook app, is putting you in the center of the action with a chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. That is what I am talking about. Turning $1 into $100 has never been simpler. All you got to do is pick any basketball team, and if during that game, the team of your choosing hits a three, you bring home $100 in free bets. That's 101 odds on the team of your choosing to hit a three they don't even need to win. It's as simple as that. This year, teams have been hitting threes at an unprecedented rate. So get in on all of that action with DraftKings Sportsbook before this offer ends. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can always trust them to deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. I really love that, one of my favorite features. Download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use the promo code DNVR when you sign up for your chance to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. The basketball team of your choosing hits a three. That's the code DNVR to turn $1 into $100 in free bets. For a limited time, only a DraftKings Sportsbook must be 21 or older, Colorado only, new customers only. Restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I also want to shout out our friends over at breckenridge brewery right now the farmhouse is open it's a socially distant setup it's gorgeous great opportunity to spend some time in the sunshine get yourself an ice cold beer if you're more comfortable at home you can order curbside pickup from 12 to 8 p.m just give them the code dnbr when you call for five dollars off your order of course you want to get some beer for your home you can get it delivered via the drizzly app or head to the nearest grocery store or liquor store king supers costco you name it breck and ridge is everywhere hop on the breck beer locator it will tell you the closest liquor store uh, and grocery store near you with delicious breck brews we love breck brews you love breck brews hit up the farmhouse you will not regret it All right. All right. All right. Let's just kind of jump into it. I started to tease it there a little bit before the ad break. Um, But, you know, with with Dave Thorson and J.R. Blunt both moving on for, you know, quote unquote, greener pastures, um, it leaves CSU in kind of an awkward position. I mean, one of the greatest strengths of this program over the last couple of years has been the continuity within the staff and it's been that continuity and that shared vision, the, the understanding of you know, what they are trying to accomplish here that's allowed CSU to have this success and it's allowed them to you know, go out and identify not only talented players, but guys that are the right fit. And to me, that matters so much more than anything, guys. A, a good player in the right system with the right players around him can make a m- much, much bigger impact than somebody that's just purely talented alone and isn't interested in you know doing the little things or isn't interested in you know fitting within the flow of what a team is trying to do on offense and defense and that's what you know CSU they've been able to get guys that are good guys that are able to get buckets that are guys that are solid on defense but guys that understand you know what what they are trying to accomplish on a day-to-day basis what this program is trying to build towards and that's just been so big and you know, the, the players matter, but the coaches especially matter in that because they're who, you know, are, are going out and identifying these guys and working with them on a day-to-day basis. And, you know, the head coach, he's who, you know, sets the tone for all of that. And the fact that Nico Medved is still in town, that makes me feel like CSU has a great chance moving forward, you know? I believe in Medved. I believe in what he's building. I believe in the guys that they've been able to bring in. Um, it's just unfortunate because, I mean, he would tell you himself – Guys like Dave and and JR, they had a massive impact on what CSU was accomplishing. I mean, you watch those practices and they're so active. JR, you know, being a big part of the scout team and simulating some of the looks that the other teams are going to give. Dave working with these guys individually, I mean, I think about the impact he had on, you know, a guy like Nico Carvacho and it was night and day. Or just, you know, the energy that he brings on a a game-to-game basis. I mean, you you watched those games last year. And the one thing you're going to hear just over and over again is fire, fire, just Dave Thorson all over the place. And, you know, who's who's going to bring that type of energy now? We're going to have to see. Um, I did want to kind of throw out a couple of names that I have heard have, you know, kind of been in the mix that they've been talking to. Um, The first is Larry Blunt. He's an assistant coach at Drake under Darian DeVries, has been there uh, since 2018 Before that, spent two seasons at Canisius in New York. Um, Most notably, though, was a prep head coach in Ontario for three years. And during during that time, he coached Jamal Murray, along with Thon Maker and a couple of other guys in total had seven guys go D1. Worked for a variety of D3 and D2 programs on the East Coast. I mean, he's been all over. I, I really like that he has some international ties, obviously, you know, to Ontario. That's big. Maybe we could get Jamal Murray in Moby Arena for a game. I mean, these are all wins in my book. The, uh, the thing that stands out the most to me about Larry Blunt, though, is just the the range in which he's worked. He's worked in a lot of places all over the country, so he's going to have a lot of different recruiting ties, obviously has those international ties. And, you know, anybody that I've asked about him, they've just had nothing but positive things to say about him. And uh, it would be interesting, you know? <laughs> Drake fans already really hate, you know, Nico Medved for, for dipping out after one year. They uh, they would despise him if he then, you know, poached one of their top assistants coming off of, you know, one of Drake's most successful seasons in program history. But yeah, Larry Blunt of Drake, a name to keep an eye on. Uh, another name to keep an eye on is Akeem Miskadine um, at Florida Atlantic. He's been there since 2018. Prior to that, spent two years at Kent State, uh, where he was able to reach the NCAA tournament. Really, really gets credited for his work with Jalen Walker. Um, Prior to that, five seasons at Hampton, was promoted to associate head coach back in 2013-2014. He had two NCAA tournament appearances on that staff. Um, Not a ton of local regional ties, but he did play at Laramie Community College before he transferred to Queens University. Um, For his playing career, so familiar with the area in that sense. Um, I I know less about Akeem than I do about Larry Blunt, but I have heard good things about him. Um, Worked, you know, with some rising coaches type stuff. Those are just the two names that I've heard so far. I will, you know, if I hear anything else, I'll throw it out there. Again, this is not me saying, like, they're going to get the job or anything like that. I just, guys that I have heard that, you know, Nico has reached out to and kind of gauge their interest. Um, Blunt is the guy that I've heard has the best shot. So we'll see. We'll see how it all plays out. Um, but whoever they bring in, you know, it's just going to be really, really big to get the kind of guys that, you know, understand what what Nico and what Ali and what, you know, Aaron Katsuma, what they've been building towards these last couple of years. And uh, before we go here, that's another name that I'd like to throw out. You know, maybe, maybe Nico decides to promote Aaron Katsuma onto the staff because he's a guy who... You know, I've heard they they fully expect him to be, you know, a coach. And he's already been a grad assistant at Minnesota, worked as the director of operations at Drake, done the same thing here, done a really, really great job. I mean, he deserves so much credit for just trying to find games for this team, man. What a What a just shit show this whole season was in that regard with the pandemic and trying to fill everything last minute. He's a rising star, man. Players love him. Really good dude. And I'm just big on promoting with From Within, you know, I think continuity really matters. I do think you have to go out and you have to get somebody, you know, especially with a, with an experienced recruiting background to replace what you are losing in JR and what you're losing in Thor. But I, I really would, I would really be okay with with Aaron Katsuma being promoted as well. I think that would be a good way to kind of bridge that gap and then you you know, bring somebody else to to be the director of operations. Maybe you promote there too. Maybe you promote Emma Monti there. I mean, I'm not sure what her experience is or, you know, what her goal is career-wise, but that that could be a situation where you do that or maybe you just bring in another former player. There's a lot of different options is my whole point. Uh, One other name I would maybe throw out in the mix, Dorian Green. He's an assistant coach at Northern Colorado right now, obviously one of the greatest point guards in CSU Rams history. Northern Colorado, man, they've been doing a really nice job on the recruiting front these last couple of years. I wouldn't mind seeing Dorian come home. I mean, that'd be a, a good way to get somebody with program ties. He obviously already knows Nico. Just going to be interesting. Just going to be interesting. More than anything, though, I just I want a guy that understands what they're building. A big name doesn't matter that much to me. I trust Nico to make the right hire. It's just about fit, and, and there should be a lot of interest. I mean, CSU, In the way too early top 25 for ESPN, for Fox Sports, uh, cats of NCAA.com, not quite as high on them, but still has them as a top 40 team. It's a good spot. I mean, with the build of the roster, with the way that things have been trending these last couple of years, you know, one would assume that CSU has a couple of NCAA tournament appearances, you know, coming in the near future. Good chance for an up and coming coach to kind of continue that wave. And, you know, I hope eventually. You know Ali gets promoted as well, but I am glad they didn't lose everyone. Cause, God, that would have been brutal. It's tough enough to lose just those two, and maybe I'm speaking too early. Cause you know you never know. So he still could, you know, get an offer somewhere else. But it seems like it seems like Ali will be like the associate head coach, kind of fulfill some of the things that Thorson was doing, and just kind of take that next step up, that next step in in his career. And he'll definitely be a head guy soon. It's just a matter of time. I just hope the Rams get to to you know make a couple of tournament appearances before this all you know falls apart before all these coaches get hired off by bigger schools elsewhere. That's just when you have success at the Mountain West level, it's basically impossible to keep somebody forever unless you just totally luck out in a situation like Boise State with Leon Rice. Or you know, at this point, it seems highly unlikely unlik- that Dutcher would leave San Diego State. But really, I mean, you look at Craig Smith at Utah State or you know if patino has success at unm like he'll be on the first plane back to the big 10 it's just it how it goes it's how it goes It's the g5 life it is what it is but uh i'm really excited for csu men's basketball and and the direction that it's heading heading and as i've said over the last couple of weeks just enjoy the moment you know that's what it's all about if you can't enjoy the rise you know what are sports all about because it's mostly misery it's mostly losing in big moments you know unless it's you know, like the Yankees or, or Alabama or something like that. But that's uh, that's my take. I'm excited to see where this all goes. Going to get more regular on this recording schedule now that we're in the offseason. I'm going to try and get some regular guests, maybe introduce some new segments. If you have something that you would like me to talk about, if you have somebody you'd like me to bring on the podcast, you know, shout out my way on Twitter, comment it, all that fun stuff. Would really love to do some more fun stuff with all you guys. Shout out to everybody that, you know, continues to support my content. I really, really appreciate it. It's been it's been a rough stretch over the last half decade or so. You know, I, I haven't exactly gotten to cover the high point of CSU athletics, but I do appreciate, you know, everybody that's stuck with me throughout this time. And to me, it kind of feels like the tide might be turning. I'm pretty intrigued by what the football program has going on, at least in terms of this next year long-term vision that might be a little bit of a a different discussion but i do think they will be good this fall really excited about the direction of both hoops programs volleyball will be back track is always dominant it's a good time to be a rams fan good time to be a rams fan and you know at dnvr we make it more fun to be a rams fan that is my goal is just to create content for you guys and i just want to be you know a guy of the people so that's what i do that's what i try to do i hope you guys enjoy it and uh, i appreciate all of you that stick with me all right, awesome. that's all I've Please got. Go Much music. love. Peace. I only seem to write when the they don't come to me, I'm staring at this page And I swear it stares back at me Read between the lines, see the blank and all the happenings It's been 35 and I ain't even wrote like half a thing Rhymes that make sense but more lines that didn't I was walking with my headphones Heavy bumping, pivots, pivot, simplistic white pages They dreaming we were famous They say they like the cadence, mark the summers like cicadas And features those ain't favors, my mood rings an alligator Spit like Vader with the saber, steady kicking it like Prater, Staring at white paper, it's habitual behavior Check the flavor, that's some sage advice But confidence a great disguise, and certain lines are idolized Like, yeah, I'm fine, and I don't mind, it's out of sight, it's out of mind And I've been dwelling on my past just to see what I can find Lost and found memories of places I designed And my imaginations different now, but I swear